This is a special edition of You Decide 2023, presented by Jackson Wilson Roofing Company on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. It is 8.32 here on You Decide 2023 on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. I'm Stephen Ponson, and we've got our experts in studio here, as well as reporters out in the field covering the latest on the race for Jacksonville mayor, uh, in the uh, first unitary election here in Duval County and taking a look at the latest numbers from the Duval Supervisor of Elections Office. Donna Deegan in front with 39% of the vote. Daniel Davis in second place with 24% of the vote. So those two are going to be headed to a runoff in May. And joining us live right now here on the show is Donna Deegan, the top vote getter right now in the race for Jacksonville mayor. So, uh, Donna, how are you doing tonight? And is are these results that you're seeing right now kind of what you guys expected? Well, I'm pretty darn happy, obviously. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you, you, you see the polling and you hope the polling is right, but it all comes down to really who votes, right? Right. Um, and, uh, and so was just really thrilled to see it all bear out. You know, we've, we've been leading this race by big double digits really the whole way, about a year and a half. And um, and so I, I was really grateful to see that that continued and that people really came out and, and, and said they believe in our message and our vision. So very excited to go to the next round. You bet. Now, now, as we are headed to a runoff, what is going to be the focus of your campaign? I know earlier, uh, whenever you spoke to my colleague Rich Jones and also April mm-hmm. Davis, you mentioned that uh, uh, some of the levers that you were looking at was uh, the economy, better safety through infrastructure, and also better health for people. Uh, as we yeah. head on to uh, the next level and the next layer of this campaign, what's going to be the main focus, or do you change anything as you head forward? No, not, nothing. What, what, what we have been very consistent about from the beginning of this campaign is that we have been in the neighborhood listening to people. And that is the key here. You can come in with your vision and your ideas, but you need to hear from people about what is happening in their neighborhoods. We're going to continue to do that. But, but, I, but the vision has resonated. If we can bring infrastructure to our neglected neighborhoods, including downtown, if we can bring better health access to people when we're suffering from the worst health numbers in the state, if we can bring more people into this economy and create more inclusion, all those things together are going to transform our city. And that's why I talked about those levers. You know, if we want a safer city, we have to deal with those things that, that keep us from becoming a safer city in terms of things like literacy and poverty and, and, and bringing, bringing economic empowerment to people. So that's what we're going to keep talking about. We're going to keep bringing people into the process. And um, I just think we've done a lot of things right in this campaign, obviously. We're going to keep doing them. Now, one of the things that we've been uh, talking about through the course of the show this evening has been uh, some of the issues, the potential issues that are going to be on the table for the next mayor uh, over the course of the next four years. And one of the one of the issues that we talked about was the Jacksonville Jaguars and uh, the fact mm-hmm. that more than likely over the course of the next few years, at some point in time, they're going to be uh, asking for a lot of money from the city uh, for a new stadium or maybe even stadium renovations. Uh, where do you kind of stand on that? And, and what's kind of your plan for the Jacksonville Jaguars moving forward? Well, as I said many times, I, I, I believe the Jaguars are a very important part of this city, of, of our identity, of our economy. Uh, it's a point of pride 
with people that 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 have something in common to connect with for Jacksonville. So I think it's, I think it's very very important uh, that we do what we can to keep them here. Um, that said, uh, we are going to have to negotiate a deal that works for our city, and I think what that's going to really take is bringing in somebody, bringing in some of the top negotiators to help us negotiate that deal. Um, you know, the the NFL does a lot of these deals. I think the NFL is going to have to play a part in this too. Uh, obviously, Mr. Khan is going to have to play a part, but I have met with him. I believe he wants to be a part of the renaissance of the city, and I think we can come together on a deal that will make sense for the taxpayers and also make sense for, for the Jaguars in the city. Now, also another issue that we've been uh, talking about through the course of the evening, and according to the latest UNF poll, uh, crime it was the number one issue uh, for uh, voters who are uh, voting in this election, that was at 37%. So crime is obviously on on everyone's mind, and that's obviously a, a hot-button issue and has been in Jacksonville uh, for the last few years, even going back further than that. Uh, so in, in your eyes, what's kind of your plan for addressing crime and, and trying to get that crime uh, rate down here in Jacksonville? Well, look, we, we have to make sure we have an adequate number of officers. I think that's very important. It looks to me like we're short officers. We're going to have to make sure that we have enough uh, for safety. But at the end of the day, it's not just that, right? I, I, I talk a lot about the approach we took when we had the Jacksonville journey. Um, you know, do you remember the Jacksonville journey back when, when Mayor Payton was the mayor and I think Nat Glover was the sheriff? We took a multi-pronged approach to crime and we took a very, a very, very heavy crime area that, that, that was responsible for a, a, a large part of our murder rate. And we focused heavily on that area. We, we, we focused not only with officers, but, but on literacy and on, on food deserts and on other things that, that cause poverty and other issues that tend to contribute to crime. And, and the result was we had a dramatic drop in violent crime. So I think you have to take all those approaches. I think it's really, really important to have the officers on the streets to get it done. I'd love to see us do more community policing so we could build relationships with the community so people would feel better about talking to officers about things that are going on in their neighborhoods. But I also think we need to get underneath those underlying causes that can lead people to crime and make sure that we're addressing those. And, and if the journey is any indication, um, it's that approach that will really dramatically drop the crime rate. Now, you are going to be headed to a runoff against Daniel Davis, the Republican, um, who is uh, currently in second place right now with 24 percent of the vote. But the uh, leading Republican out of the cast of candidates that we have in the race for Jacksonville mayor. So in, in terms of Daniel Davis, uh, you know, what do you what do you think about him? What about uh, his campaign or anything like that, that that you kind of want to jumpstart and maybe uh, let his campaign know that, hey, we're coming uh, in the May election? Oh, listen, we're, we're just going to continue to focus on exactly what we have focused on, which is the people. We're going to keep bringing our message to the people of Jacksonville in the neighborhoods listening like we have been doing. I have done that the whole time. We've had seven, we had seven candidates, right? And we did the same thing. We didn't focus on anybody but the people of Jacksonville. We'll keep doing that. What I'm hoping from the Davis campaign is that he will abandon this sort of scorched earth approach that he took to the initial election. Maybe see that perhaps that didn't work out as well as he had hoped it would. Um, and, and, and actually have a contest of ideas. That is what this city deserves. They deserve to be elevated. They deserve unity, not to be dragged. And I think if I had any major hope for the upcoming seven weeks, it is that the two of us could share our visions side by side with the people of Jacksonville and not put everybody through what we have seen for the last several months, which is a whole lot of ugly politics. You bet. 
Now, before I let you go, we're speaking with Donna Deegan here on uh, You Decide 2023 uh, on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Donna, before I let you go this evening, anything that you want the voters of Jacksonville uh, to know about as that we haven't yet talked about uh, this evening that, that, that you're going to be focused on as we head into the May election? Listen, I just want them to know how very incredibly grateful I am for them and for the relationship. Uh, the very long and shared relationship that I have had with the people in this city. Uh, they've shown a lot of faith in me tonight. I want them to know that I love them and appreciate them and that we are going to finally have a city that is unified and that works for all of us. And I'm, I'm thrilled to be here and to have the opportunity to do that. Donna Deegan, candidate, Democratic candidate for Jacksonville mayor this evening here speaking with us. Donna, thank you so much for joining the show and uh, good luck whenever it comes to the May runoff. That was Donna Deegan.